Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Fantasy Football Sunday Show brought to you by Twin Peaks. Each drink scenic views. I am Dusty Like. It's Grant Nicholson with you. We are here until noon. It's not all fantasy until 12, depending, well, on what your fantasy might be. Uh, fantasy football from 9 until 10, and then we'll get into after hours from 10 until noon. We'll dive into this Chiefs Chargers game. Uh, the World Cup begins at 10 o'clock. Uh, kind of excited, right? United States on the brink of playing. It's in the middle of the desert, so it should be hot, even if it is in November. Still crazy to me that you'll get basketball, football, college, college, World Cup, all on Thanksgiving. Like, there can't be one grouchy person arguing over televisions, especially with smartphones and tablets. Everybody has an outlet to watch whatever. Um, but it's Sunday. It's finally here. It seems like a fast week. I don't know if it's just me. Maybe I'm getting older. And, and time just starts racing. Um, but it's Sunday. Uh, no 8 o'clock games. No 8.30 games. Obviously, Chiefs and Chargers tonight at 7.20. Make sure you're listening to 610 Sports and 106.5 The Wolf as they'll have the pregame uh, simulcasted here. Josh Klingler, Mitch Holtis, and Danon Hughes bring you all the action uh, in L.A. as it is a primetime game. The third straight primetime game against the Chargers and Chiefs, before we get into that, we get into some players that are not playing today. So for those of you that are scrambling around this morning, you're you're off to, to Sunday service. And before you walk in to, to let the Lord know how you were this week, I'm going to let you know who's out. Jamar Chase still out. Dax Hill still out. Corey Davis, Sheldon Rankins, Christian Barrymore, Derek Singletary, Marks Davenport, Mark Ingram, Cam Jordan, Marshawn Lattimore, Tremaine Edmonds. Jerry Judy, KJ Hamler, Juju Smith-Schuster, and McCall Hardman. All names that are out. Names that are important that you might uh, might want to listen to that are out for a while. Uh, they'd say Cooper Cup, six to eight weeks. Not good. Not good there for Mr. Cup because obviously if the Rams continue to lose and they continue to play bad, they'll have nothing to play for, which then means Cooper Cup will no longer need to be playing in this season. Um Buffalo is finally in Detroit. 
So you're good there. The noon kick, the over-under of 50 and a half, and uh, all the coaches made it. Just, just sad that that's how that happened. Uh, Dallas Goddard placed on IR, so he has to miss at least four weeks. Chargers have downgraded tight end Gerald Everett to questionable for tonight's game against the Chiefs. And um, the other one that's interesting is that the Cardinals are not listing quarterback Colt McCoy on their injury report for Monday night's game in Mexico City versus the 49ers. Kyler Murray still listed as questionable due to his hamstring injury. And, I mean, this is a week where it gets a little fishy. There's a couple quarterbacks out. There's a couple of receivers that aren't playing this week, either due to injury or questionable or bye weeks. Um, I mean, if you have a roster that's got, what, Tampa Bay, Seattle, and Miami players on there, which are a ton, Lockett, Metcalf, Hill, Waddle, Evans, Godwin, Brady, Geno Smith, Tua, like all these players on bye weeks. But, of course, it's 9.05, or it's close enough. Grant, let's dive into some matchups at noon o'clock. And for those of you that are wondering, Mark Andrews is back. I'm a big Marky Mark guy, so I always kind of, I kind of hope that he plays in there. But again, the bye weeks, if you missed it just now, Jacksonville, Miami, Seattle, Tampa Bay. What a rough week, man. No ETN. No Godwin, no Evans, no Brady, no Tua Tugavailoa, no Hill, no Waddle, no Gusecki, no Raheem Moster, no uh, Jeff Wilson Jr., no Kenny Walker, no DK Metcalf, no Tyler Lockett. There might only be four teams on by, but it feels like half the NFL is on a bye week this week, especially in the fantasy football world. But where we start is with, well, I don't know how entertaining this game is. I've yet to decide if I'm going to put money on this game. I kind of want to. It screams domination station, but it's at Indianapolis. It's Philly at the Colts. Can the Eagles continue to fly? Right? They played Thursday night. They lost to the Washington Commanders. Taylor Heineke, what a guy. Trash can full of bush light and a gold chain around his neck and no shirt uh, on the plane ride home after that one. But Philly Colts, uh, number one secondary versus wide receivers in full point PPR. Uh, is a tough matchup for Philadelphia. Regardless, you're still starting A.J. AJ Brown. You're still starting Devonta Smith. But with no Dallas Goddard, you should see targets on both those guys go up. I feel. Obviously, you're going to roll with those guys. I feel this could be a big day for Jalen Hurts as well. Now, Jalen Hurts, it seems like he runs a lot, but not really, right? Not really. He's barely averaging 30 yards a game on the on the ground. I believe he has, I think, two to three rushing touchdowns. So it's not like he's dominating games with his legs. I think this is one of those games, and this is one of those situations where that might happen. Indianapolis is secondary, somewhat decent. Their defense is a little underrated, so there's a little bit up there. But again, I'm just telling you, that's where I feel with this Philadelphia matchup. I think Philadelphia wins. I believe they're seven and a half to six and a half point favorites, depending on where you bet. But I believe right now it's six and a half Philadelphia favored. I like that. I like it. It's either six and a half or seven, actually, depending on where you're at. Um, but again, the other thing to remember is that they're playing the Colts. Now, last week the Colts played the Raiders. We all know the Raiders are sad. They're sorry. Derek Carr was crying after the game. Devontae Adams says not everybody's bought in. Devontae Adams also is like questionable up to game time with this with like an illness that he's had this week. A lot of illnesses going around. A lot of illnesses. I think it's like that whole virus thing that spreads, and now we just get to call it an illness. Um, 
But again, can the Colts win on Sunday again with Saturday? It's an interesting debate. What's weird is Matt Ryan's back. And with Matt Ryan being back, it means good things for those of you who have Paris Campbell, who last week saw seven catches for 76 yards and a touchdown. Michael Pittman does better when Matt Ryan is in the game. And maybe Matt Ryan just needs a few days off. I don't know. Sam Ellinger is pretty terrible, to be honest with you. And maybe Matt Ryan just needs a few weeks. Get that shoulder rested. Came back firing. He also came back running. And also, speaking of running, you're most definitely going to be starting Jonathan Taylor, who was back last week against the Raiders as well. And again, the Philly and Colts matchup, it's a noon game. It's early. It's got a little bit of fantasy value there. But again, don't expect too much when it comes to the receiving core for the Philadelphia Eagles because they are, in fact, going against the number one defense against wide receivers in full-point PPR. We move on to the Rams at Saints. You know how every week I do a, I do an all-juice matchup to respect the late, great Therese Paler? This is the opposite. This is like the all-dried-up matchup, right? Things are in shambles in New Orleans. Jameis Winston saying that he's getting Wally Pipp, that he lost his job due to an injury, should be playing, not Andy Dalton. I think we all agree, right? Andy Dalton has lost the chance to be a starting quarterback many, many moons ago. Jameis Winston just sitting there. He might be a little wild, but at least he's got opportunities better than Jameis Winston. Also, the Rams' Matthew Stafford has cleared concussion protocol and will play. Here's the thing. Who's he throwing to? Allen Robinson? Cam Akers, Henderson going to run the ball. Nobody knows what's going on in L.A. But Stafford being back helps, I guess, but this matchup still sucks. No Cooper Cup, like we mentioned earlier. Probably going to be out six to eight weeks. Um, So who gets the targets? Last week it was Tyler Higby. He saw eight for 73, and old Allen Robinson saw four for 44 in a week where, well, receivers are gone. You might be able to use Higby in a flex. I know there's a lot of people that use tight ends as flex these days in leagues. I wouldn't be mad about that. Saints front front four, pretty good. Cam Jordan not playing, so Matthew Stafford may not get sacked as much. Um, Allen Robinson, Cam Akers, Henderson. I don't really like a lot of it. I don't like any of the Rams. I don't like any of the Saints. I would say you're good with Alave, Kamara, and Taysom Hill. But, I mean, it's kind of tough where you want to put those guys. Depending on what your roster looks like, how you're affected by bye weeks, how you're affected by injuries, it could depend on what you need. But Taysom Hill's kind of been a decent play, a a solid, like, tier two flex. It can get you anywhere from 10 to 15 points a week. And Alvin Kamara, it's just kind of hit or miss. Sometimes Alvin Kamara can just be that guy, and then sometimes you wonder if he even made the game at all. It's just kind of tough. Another noon game, Chicago and Atlanta. This is a, this is an intriguing matchup, right? This is one quarterback who's finally been set free and another one who's finally found a system that's let him be him. Chicago and Justin Fields. Justin Fields, people, has been a stud. Chicago has found their quarterback. Last three games, 13 for 147 last week, 15 for 178 two weeks ago, and then three weeks ago, eight for 60. Those are rushing attempts and rushing yards. If Justin Fields rushes for 100 yards in three consecutive games, he'll be the first quarterback ever to do so in the NFL, and he's got a great opportunity today as he plays in the George Dome on the 50-yard line against the Atlanta Falcons, right? So I think Justin Fields is, what, top three quarterbacks in fantasy football this year? It's like Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, and Justin Fields. Who'd have thought? Well, when you let the kid do what he can do, there you go. Um... But those were his last three games, 147, 178, 60 yards. Last three games, and this may be another one where they let the big dog eat. The Falcons give up 120 on the ground per week. 
That's good for 18th in the NFL, and they may just give that up alone to Justin Fields. There's no Khalil Herbert IR. David Montgomery's the guy. He'll obviously split carries with another running back, but David Montgomery now has no handcuff in a situation with the game. So those of you that love Derek, David Montgomery, congratulations. Those of you that love Khalil Herbert, like myself, it's going to have to wait. He's on IR. He misses four weeks. As for Atlanta, this team is weird. Like, Drake London is a stud. He scored touchdowns in the last two weeks, but he was MIA before that. A little dinged up. I get it. But again, back-to-back weeks, he's been in the end zone. He's a must-start. Mariota's different, too. He's kind of a curveball, depending on if he runs and if he tends to, he scores. If he's running the ball, he'll normally run one in. He's a weird anytime touchdown guy, right? Because you don't know if he's going to run it or throw it. And also, you never know where he's going with the ball. Is he going to do RPOs all day? Is he going to do misdirections? Is he going to throw screen passes? What's he going to do? He's been great with Cordell Patterson, who's finally been back and kind of been healthy. Last week, a little tough. He came out and said sorry to his fantasy manage- managers. But this is what I want to ask you people. 913-586-7610. Who here will admit they drafted Kyle Pitts in the top three rounds? Because I feel for you. I want to say there's a lot of people out there that took Kyle Pitts in like round two, round three. And I feel for that. Because he's been a disappointment. We don't know why he can't get the targets. We don't know why he doesn't get the ball. You'd think Marcus Mariota, excuse me, not being the greatest quarterback in the league, would find guys that can make him better. It's like the opposite of Mahomes, right? I'm going to throw to that guy, big number eight. I'm going to try to get him the ball. Maybe he's tried and it just hasn't came home. But Kyle Pitts, people, 913-586-7610. Where'd you draft him and how bad has it been? I just worry about that one. And then the last matchup we'll do before we go to break in the 12 o'clock slate, Washington at Houston. It's Heineke season, baby. Fire up Taylor Heineke. I think you can play him in this game. I think this is a week where if you have a Geno Smith, a Tom Brady, a Tua, you know, guys like that, that you can't play this week because they're on buys and your quarterback pool is is loose, maybe you go get Taylor Heineke this week. Houston's not that great. Houston's a bad defense, and now now that Taylor Heineke is the guy, I think Taylor Heineke will play a little bit more reckless. I know that sounds, I don't know, maybe egregious because he already plays reckless, but this is now his job. He's now been named the starter of the Washington Commanders. There's no Carson Wentz in the background. There's no Ryan Fitzpatrick in the background. There's none of that. It's Taylor Heineke's job. The matchup also brings the boat for Scary Terry. Since Taylor Heineke's been their quarterback, he's done exactly what you're supposed to do. Find your best wide receiver and target the heck out of him. He's targeted Scary Terry every game at least six times, and it's paid off. Last week, big game on Thursday night against the Philadelphia defense. He's his number one target, as he should be. As for the running backs, I like Brian Robinson Jr. over Antonio Gibson, but Antonio Gibson's been a touchdown thief to Brian Robinson Jr. all year. Now, I get it. He hasn't played all year, but since they played, B-Rob gets in there, and then Antonio Gibson gets the score. It's very, very annoying. As for Houston, let's go Damian Pierce. Fire him up. He's an RB1. He should be an RB1 in everybody's leagues. He'll get a ton of action. They're not good at stopping the run with Washington. Damian Pierce will use it. He averages 85 yards a game, and he's got just three touchdowns. I think he's good for two today. Listen to me. I think Damian Pierce is good for two touchdowns and 100-plus yards. He's had a week off to rest those legs, and Damian Pierce, people, fire him up. Let's get him going here today on a fantasy football Sunday. It's my best game of the year or whatever those guys say before me. I'm Dusty Likens. This is a Fantasy Football Sunday brought to you by Twin Peaks. 
eats, drinks, scenic views. We're back with more 12 o'clock slate. We'll get you set up for three Sunday night and Monday night here on 610 Sports Radio. This is Fantasy Football Sunday with Dusty Likens, presented by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views on 610 Sports Radio and always live on the Odyssey app. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast back in on a fantasy football sunday here on 610 sports radio brought to you by twin peaks each streak scenic views Dusty Likens with you, Grant Nicholson with you as well. It's another Sunday. Should be a good one. We'll get into after hours at 10 o'clock. We'll talk about what my parlays are. We'll get into the World Cup match. You got your first match today. You said it was Qatar versus Ecuador. That's correct. Okay. And then what? United States plays tomorrow, right? Monday. Christian Pulisic will make his United States debut, right, in the World Cup. Never played for the United States in the World Cup before. We'll get to see the 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 next coming. I don't know what Rob Brenton's gonna be doing tomorrow, but it's it's gonna be a lot of googly eyes on TV as long as as well as Grant Nicholson. This is this is their moment, man. Polisic is finally is finally representing the red, white, and blue in the World Cup. I hope and, they get the show prep done early tomorrow, because Rob's pants are gonna be off about one o'clock. Easily. Yeah. When time's that game that kicks at like 120 or something like that? Something like that. Yeah. Katah time. Somebody says, is it Qatar or is it Cutter? Whatever. 
They're not serving booze in that stadium. That's all I know. That's brutal. Hey, guess what? Anheuser-Busch and AB InBev is going to go ahead and uh, sponsor the World Cup here. You know, $70 million is all going to cost you. Okay. Two days before the cup starts. Uh, yeah, no, no beer. Uh, sorry. Unless you're in a suite, you can do it there. Unless you're rich. Um, but again, 913-586-7610. Get all your fantasy questions in. If you have any roster questions, I know this week is, is brutal. Again, the bye weeks this week are Jacksonville, Tampa Bay, Seattle, and Miami. So... A lot of guys going there. So, Grant, let's go ahead and finish these 12 o'clock slates. Thank you. It's actually Grant on the drums. He actually did this himself in his garage for this show. So we talked about the last game being the Houston Texans and the Washington Commanders game. Look, I don't have a crystal ball. I don't know for sure if it's going to happen, but I would almost bet that Damian Pierce is good for two touchdowns today. So I can't wait until later on today, which I've gotten this a lot this year, when someone doesn't hit on their fantasy roster, and then I get to get the text or the tweet that says, thanks a lot, Dusty. I don't know what to say to them. You're welcome. Uh, Jets at Patriots. That's the next 12 o'clock matchup. Hear me out. I'm definitely taking the Patriots here. They're plus three and a half. Um, they're going to win, right? They're going to beat the Jets. This just seems like one of those Bill Belichick mastermind games where he sits back like Mr. Burns from the Simpsons and just, yes, and just knows exactly how to stop Zach Wilson. Just my opinion. Uh, the Jets, though, we'll start with them. Tyler Conklin seems to be the guy outside of Garrett Wilson who's been an outstanding rookie. Outstanding rookie. Yes, the loss of Brees Hall still hurts my heart. I get it. They've added some guys. They've went out and got guys. And Michael Carter still seems to be the guy behind Brees Hall who gets a lot of action. Garrett Wilson seems to get Zach Wilson's attention. But this is, a fact, again, a game where Bill Belichick is going to be the chess master. I just really think that's what it is. And I would honestly stay away from Jets players today. It's in New England. It's cold. I get it. Jets players know how to play in the cold. It's not their first rodeo, but it's it's different when it's like piss you off in your face cold in New England and Bill Belichick's on the other side with a sideways hood with a sideways hoodie, a beanie that looks like it's way too big for his head, and his son's doing that weird thing with his tongue. This seems like a ten to three type of game. You could take the under, I think, in this. I think you could take New England plus three and a half or minus three and a half. I think New England wins this game easily. Um but again, when it comes to the New England Patriots, all I got for you is Ramondre Stevenson. I think that's how they're going to do it. I think that's what they're going to do. I think if you look at the New England Patriots, I think they just run the ball and keep the ball away from the Jets. I'm very interested to see at the end of this game what it looks like for time of possession for New England versus the Jets. Again, I could be way wrong, but the last time these two teams played, Bill Belichick made Zach Wilson throw three interceptions that he probably hasn't made like since he was probably in flag football, little league, maybe middle school. And Bill Belichick just absolutely took over the game, and he can still do that against young quarterbacks, especially ones like Zach Wilson. So fire up Ramondre Stevenson, even though the Bills, sorry, even though the Jets do play solid defense. They have a very, I don't know, Tennessee Titans style of defense. Next game we move on to is the battle of the RB1s. Detroit at the Giants. Let's start with Detroit. You're definitely going to start St. Brown. The Giants give up 217 in the air a game. 
but also give up a whopping 133.2 on the ground. I feel like DeAndre Swift fans should be a little bit more optimistic this week. I know that he and Jamal Williams split carries last week, and it wasn't really that great. Jamal Williams was the guy last week, and Jamal Williams was ill this week. Again, there's that illness that keeps floating around the NFL. Lamar's got it. Monte Adams has got it. Jamal Williams apparently had it, right? So these guys are sick throughout the week. I don't know how healthy they are going into Sunday. DeAndre Swift was kind of like eased back into the lineup, yet here we are. So Swift fans, not the ones that are pissed off at Ticketmaster, not you all, which God bless her heart because she's getting a lot of stuff. I almost did it. I almost did it. She's getting a lot of stuff. Uh, But anyways, I think you're okay to starting this week. I think DeAndre Swift is okay to start because of the Jamal Williams sickness that we had earlier in the week where he missed a few days of practice. Moving on to the other side, the New York Giants, Saquon working on being the number one pick next year and really made me eat some crow because I've always said, don't draft running backs with the number one overall pick. It's not worth it. Take guys like Justin Jefferson, who, by the way, if he has 88 yards today, 88, he'll be the fastest receiver to hit, I think, some sort of number since Randy Moss. And he's got seven games left after today if he hits 88 yards. I can find the stat. I'll probably bring it up a little bit later. But again, Saquon Barkley working on being the number one pick next year in fantasy football. What a season he's had. He leads their team in receptions. He leads their team in rushing. He leads their team in rushing attempts just right behind Vanilla Vic. That's not me. I'm not that clever to come up with that name. That's what Saquon Barkley calls Daniel Jones is Vanilla Vic. And Daniel Jones, folks, I think has been a safe quarterback. He's the type of quarterback that you could have taken in the 12th, 13th round, and he's actually going to do all right for you. He's going to get you 15 to 20 points due to his legs, due to how he moves the ball down the field, and really what Dayball's doing with that offense. They know what they're doing. They know what they have, and that's Saquon Barkley. Sorry to those who drafted Darius Slayton. Not happening. It is what it is. But when it comes to this game, Detroit is 22nd in PPR leagues versus running backs. Saquon Barkley, fire him up. He's about to eat today and eat a whole lot against that Detroit team who is not good. Next game is Panthers at Ravens. Do we see Darnold? Is this a hey Darnold game? I get it. It's going to be Baker. I get it. Nobody likes Baker, especially KU players. I saw it was just an anniversary the other day where he did the thing where he, never mind. Uh, Carolina. It's the same with, with with Kyle Pitts. Who drafted DJ Moore in the third round? I'm holding my hand up for those of you that can't see me. I did. DJ Moore has been the most frustrating wide receiver in fantasy football this year. He has so much potential, but he has so many bad quarterbacks that can't throw him the ball. And when they do and they focus on throwing him the ball, like heavily targeting him like he's supposed to be 10 to 14 times a game, Production comes out of that, but we just can't do that in Carolina, and I don't know why. It's sad to see. It's also nice for Foreman and Hubbard to be used. They split a lot of carries. Last week it was Foreman. He seemed to be the guy. He was the guy getting all the action, but I think if you have them, you got to start them both. I don't know why. I just think that's the way it goes with these two running backs. I think they're hard to separate, or you kind of have to have them on your team and you need to pick which one you want to play. It's like if you have Raheem Mostert, and you have Jeff Wilson Jr. It's kind of a coin flip every week. Do you think Jeff Wilson Jr. gets the volume, or do you think Raheem Mostert gets the volume? They both get enough. They both get looks inside the end zone, kind of like Chuba Hubbard and Foreman 
It just honestly depends on who gets the actual rock when the time matters. It's tough to call, but they're each going to get equal shares. Um, But the Ravens aren't really that killer defense anymore like they have been. I also like the way Terrence Marshall has looked. And if you want a cheap stream, I think you can add him for a very, very cheap price in Daily Fantasy. He's got big, big boom capability. He's a downfield guy. Again, they won't throw to DJ Moore, but look at Terrence Marshall. I don't know what it is. As for Baltimore, Lamar Jackson's been sick all week, or at least half the week. So I'm a little, little optimistic about what his production is like. But obviously, I think he plays. I think he's still Lamar Jackson. I think he battles through it. He's an MVP. He's a Heisman Trophy winner. He's a he's a go-getter. He's going to battle through it. Gus Edwards is back. I think Gus Edwards is worth a start. Panthers, not a great defense either. You saw what the Atlanta Falcons did to him not too many weeks ago. And then, again, this past week, you saw So, I mean, the Panthers, not a great defense. I think Gus Edwards can be a guy in that offense. And Mark Andrews is back. Marky Mark being back is huge because now they have their target back. I get it. Duvernay's good. Likely 80, whatever the heck that guy's meat. That went completely wild over the internet this weekend. Another guy that'll be targeted. Duvernay, Mark Andrews, Gus Edwards, Lamar Jackson, I think are the four solid plays for the Baltimore Ravens. But again, if Gus Edwards... If Lamar Jackson can't go, I would raise all those guys up even more because with backups, they tend to target their big guys with a sure hand. Last game of the 12 o'clock slate, Cleveland at Buffalo. The hell with this game. This game, the hell with this game. This game should have been played in Buffalo. And then it wasn't. And then they messed up the flights. And then we had to listen to Adam Schefter get up here and be like, fans are helping them snowblow in their driveways. This game should have been played in Buffalo. You know why? Ownership and the mayor and the governor and anybody else that has some sort of, like, reliable, some sort of pull in that city should just be like, you know what? The game's free. You want to come to the game today? Bring your snowmobile. Somehow get here. And, oh, by the way, it's BYOB. Just go have fun. We're going to play football, and it's going to be on the house. Probably shouldn't have done that. But, again, it's Cleveland at Buffalo. The over-under is 50 and a half. Buffalo's favored by seven and a half. They're playing in Detroit. It's in a dome. All factors are out. Let's have a team in Buffalo, but let's not play in the snow. Huh. Be like moving a game out of L.A. because it's too hot. I think it's tough, though, but Chubb is for sure as a go. You have to go with Chubb. Could have an advantage against Buffalo, who's traveling, who's, who's maybe jet lagged, maybe snow lagged. Who knows? Amari Cooper, though, has been really, really good. Gets a lot of targets. But versus a a defense like Buffalo, maybe go in with low expectations. But again, the over-under is 50, and I don't think Buffalo's putting up 45. So somebody else is scoring. I just don't know who for the Cleveland Browns. I think that Amari Cooper's been fantastic this year. I believe Nick Chubb has been great this year. He's got, I believe, eight touchdowns already, maybe nine for Nick Chubb. You look at Buffalo. It's all the normal guys you'd always start. Josh Allen seems to be playing the way he's going to play. There's no elbow issue at all, at least as of now. Gabe Davis, keep it going. A lot of you got, a lot of you guys out there took Gabe Davis in about the fourth or fifth round as a flyer sleeper type of receiver that could explode. He looked good last week, even though one of the catches shouldn't have counted. But we don't do that in fantasy football. We take it how we can get it. Gabe Davis looked good. Stephon Diggs looked good. Dawson Knox looks good. Singletary looked amazing with Josh Allen, kind of maybe nursed that arm a little bit. So again. The normals for Buffalo. I still think maybe take the under. 50 and a half. Cleveland and Buffalo seems a little high. 
I don't know. Maybe that's just me. But that, my friends, is your 12 o'clock slate. When we come back, we'll get you diving in for the 3 o'clock slate. We'll answer your questions, and we'll get you set up for Sunday night and Monday night here on 610 Sports Radio. This is Fantasy Football Sunday with Dusty Likens, presented by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views on 610 Sports Radio and always live on the Odyssey app. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Back in on a Fantasy Football Sunday here on 610 Sports Radio. Thanks to you all for listening, texting your questions, 913-586-7610. I like to start off every segment, though, at least with a little bit of insightful information, um, I guess. I I don't know. Um, But, uh, yeah, so buys this week, uh, not Minnesota, Miami, Tampa Bay, Jacksonville, and Seattle, so a lot of you are probably hurting this week. I, I, I've gotten the, the texts. I've gotten the tweets about everybody that says, Dusty, I'm so mad. I drafted Cooper Cup this year. I drafted Jonathan Taylor this year. First overall is what I mean. I'm not mad about people that drafted Cooper Cup first overall. But again, it always seems like in fantasy football, when a guy has a really big year, like an anomaly type of year, the next year, silent. Not not very entertaining the next year, and Cooper Cup is that way. Jonathan Taylor is that way. By the way, do you remember David Johnson? You and I played at Arizona. I think also played in Philly, maybe not. I thought he played for Philly. Uh, but David Johnson uh, picked up by the Saints on their practice squad, activated from the practice squad, so he's getting another chance in the NFL. For those of you that uh, tend to get really, really deep on the waiver wire, I'm sure there is uh, a lot of you that are – Targeting Traylon Burks, the young kid out of Arkansas who just absolutely put the beat down on Ole Miss yesterday. My goodness. 
Three o'clock time, Grant. Let's knock it out. So where we start the three o'clock game is where the three o'clock games start. I know that seems obvious, but it is the battle of the misfits. The Vegas Raiders versus the Denver Broncos. This is just a sad game. This is a very depressing game. Russell Wilson versus Derek Carr. Derek Carr, who has nobody on his active roster to throw it to. Devontae Adams is what they've said is a questionable game time decision to see in how he feels. Again, there's the illness thing again. Devontae Adams uh, is the watch. If he is out, then I guess fire up Mac Hollis. He does have two touchdowns on the year, but Devontae, average, Devontae Adams is averaging some stupid numbers. He's averaging 13.8 yards per reception. And he has eight touchdowns so far. He's tied with the lead with, you'll never guess, you'll never guess who he's tied with. You might. Travis Kelsey. They're the two most frequently visiting shoppers in the end zone. They each at the top of the league. The league, the shield, the NFL tied for the lead in touchdowns with eight. AFC West, Devontae Adams has not been disappointing. Devontae Adams has had one game where it was really, really bad, and that was probably Derek Carr's fault. But other than that, Devontae Adams, 13.8, damn near 14 yards a catch, eight touchdowns so far. You need Adams to be playing, people. If you have Devontae Adams on your team, Devontae Adams needs to play in this game because ain't nobody else to throw it to. Renfro's out, Darren Waller's out. They need Devontae Adams on that side, especially people like you who might have drafted Devontae Adams and put him on the team. Uh, as for the Denver side, Jerry Judy, gone. We talked about that earlier with people that are out. We'll go over that again uh, for players who are out this Sunday when we come back from the next break. But again, Jerry Judy, done. What's that mean? Cortland Sutton, fire him up. Denver, not the best, or I'm sorry, Vegas, not the best team. Denver, not the most offensive team. This just seems like one of those games It's going to be like 17 to 14 because the Denver Broncos can't score 18 points because if they did, if they did, they'd be 8-1 and, and they would just score 18 points in all their games, but they can't score 18 points. They win games like 12 to 10, 16 to 14. That's how they play games. It's boring. Their defense is actually pretty good. So like Devontae Adams versus Patrick Sertain would actually be a great matchup, but Devontae Adams is, to me, in my opinion, the best wide receiver in football. I think it's Devontae Adams. I think it's Tyreek Hill. I think it's Justin Jefferson. I think that's my list. Those are the top three. After that, we can get into a conversation. But again, Cortland Sutton, that's it. And now with Jerry Judy, you should see an uptick in targets for that. And it's also Mr. Unlimited. He's the one out there throwing the ball. So again, I think this game is set for a 16 to 13. The over-under is 41 and a half. I hammered the under in this game because of obvious reasons. Oops. Moving on, Cincinnati at Pittsburgh. Joe Burrow versus TJ Watt. That's my matchup there. I think this is a good game for Tyler Boyd and for sure Mixon. So for all the Mixon slander I've given, I apologize. I have to eat crow. I'm sorry I've been a hater on Joe Mixon. He shut me the hell up last time he played two weeks ago. They had a bye last week, but two weeks ago when he went for a four-piece. And just so it happened, I got to play against Joe Mixon that week in fantasy football. So, karma's a you-know-what. It came back, and it bit me in the ass. Here's the thing. I still beat that guy that had Joe Mixon, so take that for what it's worth. Um, T. Higgins, also another guy that I think gets a boost. I think he's got a chance that he can get a little bit better, but Tyler Boyd 
T. Higgins, all those guys with Jamar Chase, who's been ruled out already. I think Burrow likes to spread the ball around more than people give him credit for. And if he does and has time, he'll find time to do it and continue to do so. Joe Burrow's thrown the ball to three different receivers that have at least three touchdowns on that active roster. So he's going to throw it out there. T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Boyd more so the deep threat. Higgins is more the substitute teacher for Jamar Chase. Joe Mixon in that offense as well against Pittsburgh. But again, again, Pittsburgh's defense is always better when T.J. Watt is on the field, and it's not even close. The difference in the team that Pittsburgh is when that defense is rolling with T.J. Watt. So, again, with Pittsburgh, it's time to free George Pickens. We've been asking for it. It's supposed to happen. Claypool got traded to the Bears. He's no longer a factor. Deontay Johnson, heavily targeted, but no production. Zero touchdowns. And then there's George Pickens. All the talent in the world. The kid out of Georgia. He's a stud. Can Kenny Pickett find George Pickens? You want your career to be longer than two years in Pittsburgh? Start figuring out where George Pickens is on the field, and your production will go. Again, this week, this game, this is my all-juice game right here. Cincinnati-Pittsburgh. This is a division rival. I didn't want to give it to the Chiefs and Chargers because I did that in week two, and it was on Amazon Prime, and that was my all-juice game that week. This game, and I don't want you to think that I just love Chiefs games. I do, but again, this one right here has matchup potential to be electric. It's a 325 start. It's later in the afternoon. The second half should get a little bit rowdy. But again, take Pittsburgh plus 4-2 if you want to get a little frisky. Kenny Pickett has to be able to figure it out sometime in the middle of the road defense for Cincy. Maybe today's the day that he gets it right with George Pickens and they're able to kind of get going when it comes to getting in the one-on-one connection. Find your guy. It's not Deontay Johnson. Wasn't Chase Claypool. Let it be George Pickett. <sighs> the game that I love the second most. Dallas at Minnesota, or as I call it, the plus one and a half game. Minnesota is a one and a half point dog at home to Dallas. I don't know if many people realize this. Dallas lost to Green Bay last week. In Green Bay. Minnesota beat Buffalo last week in Buffalo. Why is Minnesota a one-and-a-half-point underdog at home? Does Vegas not like Kirk Cousins? Do we not believe in Kirk Cousins? Do we just think he's just going to blow this game up and Dallas is going to win? Do they think Micah Parsons and Diggs are too much for Minnesota? With Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, Kirk Cousins, Irv Smith, I don't know who else they got on that roster, but I know those three that I named first are all starting if you're Minnesota. I don't like the matchup for the Vikings because it is the Dallas Cowboys and that electric defense, but I still think that Minnesota wins this game. Are the Cowboys better with Cooper Rush? That's a question for Jerry Jones. But Dak looked a little wacky last week. He looked like he was a little bit out of his element against Green Bay. Maybe it was too cold. Maybe he didn't like the temperatures. I don't know what it was. But the good news is CeeDee Lamb, I feel, has finally arrived. The receiver they drafted out of Oklahoma, who they thought was going to be the guy that has been this year, CeeDee Lamb is here. He's not going anywhere. This is the guy that we need. This is the guy we need to see in our fantasy lineups is this type of CeeDee Lamb that we saw last week. Now, again, he's not going to get you 35 points every week, but the potential that it is there is very nice to see and to see that it can happen more than once, more than twice, possibly more than three times. CeeDee Lamb is a stud. You have to fire him up this week, even if he is going against Pat, shouting him on the defensive side. The bad news is Zeke Elliott's back. How annoying is this? 
all of our Tony Pollard guys out there that were like, wow, Tony Pollard, when he actually gets to the bulk of the carries, is really good. Like 25 carries, 135 yards, and a touchdown. Why are they not doing more of this? And then the minute that Zeke Elliott's like, I think I'm ready. They're like, let's get Zeke in there. So bad news is Zeke's back because good news with Tony Pollard being on your roster. Well, now that takes a down tick because now Zeke Elliott will be a end zone robber, kind of like Antonio Gibson for the Washington Commanders. It just sucks to see because Tony Pollard is such a stud and so many people slept on that man in this year's drafts and snuck him out in about the fourth round. Sunday night football. Let's be real. You're ready for it. I think this is a game where you can see not your normal Chiefs guys lead with points. Now, again, I think Kelsey and Mahomes, obviously you never see either one of those two guys. They do their thing. The last two games, Travis Kelsey's been really good against the Chargers. Previous matchups, maybe not as much. The Derwin-James match is back up. Is he going to body slam Travis Kelsey again? You remember last time he did the power bomb? Maybe not this time. But again, Jarek McKinnon is a very interesting play in this matchup. Why? The Chargers are one of the worst teams against the run. If they're not last, they're second to last. Against running backs, they give up yards to running backs. They give up rushing yards to running backs. They give up catches to running backs. Jarek McKinnon seems to be the guy that's going to be the pass-catching running back. And Isaiah Pacheco seems to be the guy that's going to run it between the tackles. As for Clyde Edwards-Alaire, you should have dropped him or at least tried to trade him three, four weeks ago. I don't know what's going on with CEH. Now, again, maybe this is the week that they run Clyde Edwards-Alaire out there all the time. But I do like Jarek McKinnon this week. Now, again, let's talk about what Jarek McKinnon is. Jarek McKinnon is a guy that you're probably hoping gets you like, what, 10 points? Maybe he gets you like 40 total yards and a touchdown. Be a nice bet to see what Jarek McKinnon's anytime touchdown props are. Um, as for Kadarius Tony, welcome to the Chiefs. You want to have a big matchup? You want to play like you want to be that guy? This is that time. With no Juju and no McCole Hardman, somebody's got to step up. And last week when there was no McCole Hardman, Kadarius Tony stood up. And he stood up big. Had a big game. And that was game number two. Game number three, Sunday night against the Chargers, who have a beat-up defense, not a good defense, and this last time they played, not the most high-scoring. I believe it was, what, like 27-24? Herbert threw that back end zone cover touchdown, or 28-26, something like that at the end of the game. But again, you're obviously starting the normal Chiefs. You're starting Justin Herbert. You're probably starting Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. Not sure what to expect. They missed the last few weeks. They practiced limited, then fully practiced on Thursday and Friday. They're back. They're going to play to what capacity, I don't know. And Austin Eckler, sure. Austin Eckler should be lined up to have another 20-point fantasy performance. That doesn't mean he's going to be dominant on the field. That just means he's probably going to have at least 50 yards rushing, 50 yards receiving, and probably be good for a touchdown. I know that's only 16 in full-point PPR, but let's say he has a little bit more on each side. I think Austin Eckler's good for a nice 16 to 18 to 20 points against the Chiefs. He's their main offensive threat and weapon. He's the healthiest they have. He's been there with Herbert. Herbert trusts him. Oh, and by the way, no Gerald Everett probably. Likely to be out Sunday night as the tight end for the Chargers. Last but not least, Arizona, San Francisco. Monday night in Mexico City. Debo breakout game in large. Niners, I like Jimmy G in this one. I think he's a nice streamable quarterback. I think he's a good quarterback to, you know, maybe stream this week if one of yours is out or one of yours has a bad matchup that you don't necessarily like. Jimmy G's got a good matchup this week. It's against Arizona. They're not a great team. DeAndre Hopkins a little beat up. Rondell Moore back. Hollywood Brown back. Kyler Murray might miss the game. They didn't put Colt McCoy on the IR because or the, the injured list 
because they didn't want to have anybody else there besides Kyler Murray, and Kyler Murray, Murray still nursing that hamstring. But again, I like Jimmy G in this one. I think he, Elijah Mitchell, Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, and George Kittle are all plays, and I think this is their time to show the rest of the nation that this is the team they're putting together to go to the Super Bowl and contend against the Chiefs in this year's Super Bowl. I think that's my matchup is Niners-Chiefs. I think we get a rematch of 2018 I would, or 2019. I would love to see that. I'm down for that. I'm ready for that. And I think this is the team that we're finally going to get to see. 372 total, 247 air yards, and 110 on the ground. That's what Arizona gives up. 372 a game, 247 in the air, 110 on the ground. Sounds like a good recipe for the San Francisco 49ers. As for Arizona, probably stay away from Kyler Murray. I don't know if you play Kyler Murray. DeAndre Hopkins nursing a hamstring as well. Hollywood Brown, like we said, is back. Rondell Moore is back as well. They'll get some targets to join. But how healthy is Kyler Murray? Is he going to be okay against a San Francisco defense that might just eat a whole lot of Arizona Cardinals when they're in Mexico City? That's the slate. That's it. We're all the way to Monday night. We come back, I'll answer a few questions, and then we got to get out of here for after hours here on 610 Sports Radio. But this has been so far. Fantasy Football Sundays on 610 Sports Radio, brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Get your questions in, 913-586-7610. We'll do that next. This is Fantasy Football Sunday with Dusty Likens, presented by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views on 610 Sports Radio and always live on the Odyssey app. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. It's that time of year. Cash the ticket. Jim Costa with Mike Valeni. We shift the focus from football to college hoops, getting us ready for the tournament where we're going to break down all the matchups and have an eye on some future plays too. Search Cash the Ticket on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Ooh, I thought the drive was starting. Congratulations on getting through your nine to five. The Carrington Harrison line. Speaking of Carrington Harrison, you can hear him every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Two to six with Rob Britton here on 610 Sports Radio. And Patrick Mahomes, every Monday, 215-515, sits down with Carrington Harrison. I've got a little bit of time left, so I will answer as many questions as I can. I know there's lineup questions. We'll start with the 816. Dusty, should I play Ayuk or Mike Williams PPR? I think you got to go Mike. I know Brandon Ayuk is there, but there are so many targets in San Francisco now that everybody's back. Elijah Mitchell's back. George Kittle's like, hey, I'd like to see more targets, but it is what it is. I'm just glad we're doing this. So that's always good. Um, so I would say, yeah, I would I would probably go Mike Williams. Brandon Ayuk was like a very good play and a very good stream the last two weeks because there weren't all these other guys. I think this is a game where Debo Samuel gets a lot of action too. It's in Mexico City. It's against an Arizona team that is absolutely beat up. Um, but it is a division game, so always remember that. Um, from the 75, Perfect Chiefs Sunday, Dusty Likens, Laundry, and Starbucks. I enjoy listening to your shows. Thanks, my dude. No, thank you for your kind words on this Sunday morning. Starbucks order for me, not as popular anymore. Not that not I'm a single guy, but if I do go to Starbucks, I really do have a theory about that, that, like, guys get introduced to Starbucks because of relationships. Like, I brew my own coffee. Every, okay, anyways. But it's the uh, sweet vanilla cream cold brew. That's what I get every time. Venti. I got that down. Because I, I I did a study. I was like, if I can just get one drink mastered to where every time I pull up and if the significant other's in the car and I can just rip it out, that's trust. Uh, thoughts on Pacheco or Kenyon Drake? Ugh. Wow, that's tough, 816. Um... I would probably lean towards Kenyon Drake. I said Gus Edwards is back. I like Gus Edwards in this game just because of what Baltimore does. I like Kenyon Drake trusting him a little bit more than Isaiah Pacheco because I think they're going to use Pacheco and McKinnon in this Chiefs game tonight because I really like Jarek McKinnon. I think he's getting a lot of respect. Um, He's a blocking back. Andy Reid loves running backs that can get in there and and read the blitz and take one for the quarterback. He loves that. Jarek McKinnon is that dude. Uh, and Jarek McKinnon is uh, what Matt McMullen said. He's been, so far, a team MVP this year. The numbers don't scream out at you like Travis Kelsey's or Patrick Mahomes' numbers or Juju's, but McKinnon does a lot of good things. He does a lot of little things good that get him on the field more often than not. So I would probably go with Kenyon Drake over Pacheco. Um, another day, another dollar. Yeah, there you go. Three one three one six. Um, is Melvin Gordon still worth the roster spot? No. And that's not necessarily his fault. That's just more so Denver's offense is trash because of Mr. Mr. Unlimited. Um, 913, CH didn't do anything for me last week in PPR. Should I start him this week? Absolutely not. You should drop Clyde Edwards-Alaire or try to trade him in your biased Chiefs league. Stop playing Clyde Edwards-Alaire. I don't know what his run is with the Chiefs. I don't know if it's after this year he's gone and they try to trade for something and get rid of him, but I don't see him being a significant piece in this Chiefs offense, at least for the next few weeks. I think they're going to go with the same tandem that they did last week. I think they're going to run heavy with Pacheco between the tackles, and then they're going to throw McKinnon out there on the outside and give him wheel routes and give him you know bubble screens and all that kind of stuff. Um, Devin Singletary or CPAT full-point PPR? Cordo Patterson, I assume, is who that is, 660. Always, always, always. Always Cordell Patterson. That man can find the end zone. I mean, 
with zero eyeballs and no nose. That guy knows exactly where the end zone is almost every single Sunday. Um, half point PPR, Keenan Allen, Devonta Smith, or Adam Thielen. Oh, my. Uh, Devonta Smith, I think, is the best bet, even though, now listen here, I don't want you to think that he's going to go out there and get you 30 points, and that's tough to do in a half point PPR. Devonta Smith, Philadelphia Eagles, going up against the Indianapolis Colts, number one secondary verse wide receivers. Now that stat is in a full point PPR, but I couldn't see it being very drastically different in a half point PPR. So if I'm in those three, Keenan Allen, Devonta Smith, Adam Thielen, I'm probably going to go Devonta Smith. Keenan Allen, he had that hamstring injury, is a little funky. So I don't know. It could be one play and Keenan Allen could go off the field. He is going to play, by the way. So is Mike Williams. Adam Thielen, no chance. Not with Minnesota. Not with Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins and all those people. No thanks. No chance. Um, thanks for all your questions. Thanks for tuning in to this Fantasy Football Sunday brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. We get to flip the script. We get to go to the other side. A side that I love to be a part of. After hours. Justin Fields or Lamar Jackson. Last question coming in from the 785. Justin Fields, baby. Justin Fields, top three quarterback in fantasy football because they're letting him do his thing. We come back on the other side of this commercial break. It'll be me, Grant Nicholson, and all of you for After Hours from 10 to noon. Hey, this is Justin Reed, and you're listening to the official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. KCSP Kansas City, WDAFHD2 Liberty, always live on the free Odyssey app. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.